You are now tuned in to the Decoding Success Podcast, where we reveal game-changing habits, formulas, and routines from the world's most successful individuals to help you think and live larger. What is going on? It is your host, Matt Labrie, and you are tuned into the Decoding Success Podcast. Man, there is just something about having a podcast, something about having a platform to amplify the messages of such amazing and incredible people like our guest today and deliver it to all of you, even more amazing people. It is just truly uplifting. And I just want to say that I appreciate all of you tuned into this show. Today, we are joined by television star Rosie Mercado. Now, Rosie is capturing hearts and imaginations across the globe globe with her compelling story, electric persona, and breathtaking beauty. And I'm going to fill you in on something real quick. You will most definitely feel that electric persona. You will most definitely feel Rosie's passion in this episode. She is an expert life coach on a powerful new talk show called Face the Truth. Produced by Dr. Phil and Jay McGraw's Stage 29 Productions, Face the Truth is a traditional talk show that deals with conflict and provides people with a usable takeaway. A proud bilingual Latina, Rosie is a true crossover star who also guest hosts and is a correspondent on leading Spanish language networks Telemundo and Univision, as well as on the Emmy award-winning Dr. Phil show and The Doctors. In the fall, Rosie's story will be told to a worldwide audience through the publication of her memoir in both English and Spanish by Harper One and Harper Español. The journey of her 240-pound weight loss and life transformation into a prominent voice for women's empowerment went viral. Rosie sees her calling is advocating for people who are marginalized, transforming societal norms so that all are valued and accepted. Named in April 2019 by People in Española's Top 25 Most Powerful Latinas, Rosie is an exciting new star, and today she is bringing it all to the Decoding Success podcast to share it with you. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible, the most effective and convenient way to educate on the go. Our show Decoding Success has teamed up with Audible to deliver you a free audiobook of your choice. To claim yours, head over to audibletrial.com forward slash decoding success. Now, without further ado, here's Rosie Mercado. Rosie, I want to say thank you and show my gratitude. I know we've been trying to get this episode on the books for a little bit now, so I am definitely grateful for the opportunity to have you here today. So thank you for joining us. Oh my God, thank you so much. I'm so excited. It's about creating impact. It's about creating positive impact through education, inspiration um, to people around the world listening. And you know what? It's about using our story, paying it forward and just giving it real and authentic. Like just taking the shame out of all of our story and just being able to talk about it opening freely as a lesson learned and growth. I couldn't agree with you more. I think vulnerability and that authenticity is really what makes people resonate with you. So I'm super excited to get into this today. And to start it off, I always kick off every episode with one question. And the reason being is because this is probably one of the most important questions I ask. And the question is, how do you personally define success? And the reason why I say this is so important is because the whole purpose of the show, or one of the purposes I should say, is to prove that society's definition of success doesn't have to be your own. Right. So I'm curious, Rosie, how do you define success? Happiness, my personal happiness, um, uh, my personal happiness, my personal impact directly with my family, my kids, uh, my personal contribution. Um, it's, it's about my own happiness. And I had to define that throughout the years. It wasn't about what I was doing to make everybody else happy, to accept and love me and to be validated by everybody else. It was what does really make me happy? What do I need in my life? What do I want in my life? And what's, what's my personal happiness? What are my values? Um, what are my views? 
where am I going? Regardless of people's reactions, actions, um, people's thoughts and opinions um, on that. I, I learned to let a lot of the opinions go because there was good opinions and there was negative impact uh, opinions that would make me question who I was and what I wanted and if I was even capable of doing it. So it definitely comes down to the simple truth of my own personal choice to be happy. So let me ask you this. Number one, what makes you happy? But number two, I think probably number two is a little bit more important. How did you find what makes you happy, right? Because whether you're an entrepreneur or whatever you are, real estate agent, whatever the, whatever the case is, you know, some days could be really dark, right? Um, so that, that, that's my question to you. What makes you happy and how did you find what makes you happy? Uh, what hap- What makes me happy? Uh, well, you know, what makes me happy is um, when I'm working with purpose. When I'm doing, when I'm working on the things that I absolutely love. Um, I mean, I've done the nine to five job. I've done, you know, I, I've been at a place where I was extremely overweight, eating out of emotions. I've been in the shitty relationship. Um, I've been, you know, where I've been at a place where I've opened up a business. wasn't what made me happy was making money, but I was just not happy and was hustling and bustling and just. It just was a place that I was miserable and it was, it started to get not only frustrated, but I started to grow angry and it wasn't just angry with me. It was angry at the clients, angry at my kids, everything frustrated me. I would blow up. I would emotionally eat. Um, there's a lot of things that I had to find along the journey. And I think it's, it's, it's trial and error. And I think everybody goes through this, but it, for me, it was really getting to know and asking myself the questions. Why am I so angry? Why am I so unhappy? Um, why am I eating? What am I eating? Uh, why am I reacting the way that I react? And what it came down to is I wasn't happy. I wasn't doing the things that I loved. I wasn't, um, and because I wasn't in that flow, I wasn't, I was looking for outward for everything, for that happiness, whether it was money, whether it was relationships. And, and, and what I learned through that is I needed to start looking inward and ask myself the questions inward for peace, inward for happiness, inward for mental clarity, inward for the answers through meditation, through exercise, um, through understanding what my, my body was telling me through understanding what my emotions were like pouring out of my soul were saying. And when I started questioning on that, I closed businesses down. I, you know, I, I, I got to a point where I lost everything and that was like the best, honestly, it was the best thing that could have ever happened to me because it taught me to really value the people that were around me. It taught me to understand who were my friends. And then it also taught, it taught me that I could start with from a clean slate. I get to start all over again and now I can create what I want. Now it was time to find out what do I want? What kind of relationships do I want? And how am I going to get there? And it was through constant reading, education, seminars, how I was going to train myself to become better and just really understanding. I think people have a hard time verbalizing what they think, what they're feeling, but also understanding their emotions and their inner talk in their brain. Like the voice, the inner voice is one that just screws with you if you allow it. And constantly understanding, okay, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this, this, this thought doesn't serve me. How do I redirect that? And why am I letting this inner voice make decisions for me? And why is that inner voice, you know, guiding me there, you know, there's good and then there's bad. And you have to be able to understand and be present to understand what you're going through. I love that. I'm, and I'm really grateful you shared all that. Now it's safe to say that you value the characteristic of self-awareness. What are the other two? Let's let's call it your top three. What are your top three traits that have gotten to you, gotten you to where you are today? Woo! Um, let's see. It's obviously inner awareness, being present, um, persistence. Oh my goodness, persistence and passion are the other two. You have to be passionate about what you're doing because I'm going to tell you this right now. Shit is going to hit the fan. Things are going to happen, and when you are so passionate about it, you look at it. 
you sit back, you're breathing, you're like, all right, what's next? I still got to keep going. The passion and that passion for what you're doing and what you love and for the people and the impact you want to create and the clarity allows you to keep going forward because you're so in love with what you're doing. And that automatically, when you, when that happens, you know, for instance, I was in a business that I just did not like, and, and I did, I mean, it was great money and everything. I was just not passionate about it. It was frustrated. I was angry and things would happen. And I just wanted to give up. But on the other side, when I started really working on the life coaching, when I started really working on the things that made me passionate, whether it was acting or modeling, just things that I absolutely just felt in flow, I was happy to do it. Things would happen. Like bad things would happen. I'd get poked. I'd get criticized. I'd be constantly be told no. And I didn't allow that to stop me because I was so passionate about making my dreams come true. I was so passionate on the goal that I was going to get onto TV regardless of what anybody said with it or without an agent. I was going to, you know, land my book. I was, you know, I was going to uh, create impact. I wanted to leave a legacy behind for my kids. And regardless of all the no's, regardless of all the rejection, regardless of all the criticism, because I was so passionate and I was so disciplined and focused and persistent on that, and I had the clarity and the, it, the awareness was being present, nothing, nothing stopped me. And, and I really think that that's the key to success. It's about, it's success. It's about being aware being present in your own thoughts, but also having that persistence and that passion, passion. People feel your passion when you talk to them, when you touch them, when you're in their presence is something that attracts. When you are in love with your life, when you are in love with what you're doing, you don't have to prepare, you know, mentally to, you know, to pitch it. When you're passionate about that one thing that just keeps you going, you can talk about it all day. You know, the ins and outs, the passion drives you to educate yourself, to better get to know whether it's your product, whether it's your relationship, whether it's your business, um, whether, you know, whether it's, it's something that you want to create. Like when you're so passionate, there's a drive that starts within you that pushes you to start, start the Google. How do I do this? How do I become that? Who do I have to, you know, talk to? Who's going to be a mentor? What book do I have to pick up? Is there seminars available in that? Um, how do I create better, better relationships with my kids? I'm so passionate. I want to become a better human being, a better mother. What do I have to do? How do I have to listen? Um, you start asking all these questions, but you start researching them and looking for answers. And that's what passion, persistence, and clarity give you. I couldn't agree more. And I could definitely tell you this. I hear and feel your passion right now. So when it comes to impact and contribution, which is how you define success, like I, I feel your passion for that. Now I need to ask you this. One of the many things that I admire about you is your mental resilience, right? Going all the way back to when you wanted to transition from radio to to TV and you were essentially told no, just like you just mentioned, right? How did you develop the mindset to push for that transition regardless of the naysayers telling you no? Oh my God, Matt, because I wanted it as bad as I had to breathe. I wanted it so bad. People told me no, 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 because I was so heavy. They're like, you are beautiful from the neck up, but from the shoulders down, you do not fit TV standards. You do not fit modeling standards. And my mind was blown because I said, I'm not the only woman who's overweight in the US or in the world. There's other women like me. So why am I not given the opportunity and to, to, to develop my dreams, to work on my dreams, or given the opportunity to show my talents. My talents are not based off of my size. My talents are, are based off of my contribution and what the value that I add when I do an interview, when I connect with someone, or when I'm looking for answers that people are asking for. So it really, really just made me question everything. And every time I got a hell no, or you're crazy, I was like, yes, thank you so much. That's, that's, I, I'm going to keep going forward. Every time you tell me no, I'm going to keep knocking on the door. And if it's not your door, it's going to be the next door or the window. Or I'm going to, I figured out 
Matt, I did this for years, knocking on doors, and I still do it today. Um, does, you know, you get to a certain point, you reach a goal, what's the next goal? And you got to keep looking and finding opportunities. And along the way, still at this point, I still get no's. I don't think that, you know, that, that that's something that, you know, drives me in a different direction or allows me to give up because I've developed the sense because I got so much rejection, so much criticism, so much negativity that I did not allow that to be a defining story in my life. I gave it a different meaning in my life. Okay. You're telling me no right now. So my thought is in God's timing, if I keep knocking, if I persist and keep doing the work and I'm clear on what I want to do and that my goal is not about fame, but it's about impact, the doors are eventually going to open. I'm going to track that abundance. Um, you know, I, you know, and I had to be very clear and I had a vision board. I had everything. So it's really about the story that you give it every time that you're given rejection, negative criticism, use it as a stepping stone to build. Don't allow that to be the defining story in your life. Change the story, change your life. Yes. Yes. That is great. You know, the more no's you hear in life, the closer you are to hearing yes. So I appreciate you sharing all that, but let me ask this on top of hearing no all the time, you've also dealt with a fair share of adversity, right? Even outside of your career as well, you've been through a divorce, your health, as you mentioned, and so on. Now, what made you never quit? Uh, Is it the passion? Is it, is it the purpose? Is it all of that as well? You know what? Um, when it comes to divorce, I got divorced several times and not just once, several times. And, um, I learned because I would, because I'm Hispanic, because I'm Mexican and I come from a culture that shames you for being divorced, shames you for having kids without a husband, um, shames you for, you know, if you're, if you stay with someone that cheats, you're shamed. If you leave someone that cheats on you, you're shamed. If you get divorced, you're shamed. Um, if you get remarried, you're shamed for that. I got sick and tired of dealing with the shame of not being able to tell my story, not able to verbalize what I felt. Um, when it comes to my kids, just being able to talk to them and freely and open and understand that, you know, things happen in life. There's good things and bad things that happen, but nonetheless, I'm grateful for all of them because it made me the woman that I am today. But I think one of the things that holds us back is constant negative criticism from other people, the stories that we hear from other people. And I just got to a point where I got sick and tired of it. And I said, you know what? I just want to be me. I just want to be me, whether it was losing the weight. I mean, if I lost the weight, damn, if you lose the weight, you know, you're selling out to Hollywood. If I was big, damn you, because you're big, you're, you're, you know, you, you eat too much. Um, you live an unhealthy lifestyle. Um, you know, if, if I got, if, if I, I got surgery, damn you, why are you, you know, doing a surgery? You're fake. Um, you know, if I spoke English, it's like, okay, now you're leaving, you know, your culture behind by not speaking Spanish and honoring that. I only spoke Spanish, you're too Mexican. I could give you like all the kind of stuff that I got. If I got into modeling, you're a little bit too old and you have three kids, what the hell are you thinking? You're not even the right size. Why would you even dare dream about that? And you get to a point where you're listening to all this negativity and then you got to ask, am I worthy of that? And do I believe that I could accomplish that? And how far am I willing to go to prove to myself, not to others, how far am I willing to go to prove to myself that I am capable of achieving that which I want? And I want to know if I was capable. And that's what kept me going. I got married again because I believed, okay, I went through these relationships. There was a lesson that had to be learned. I've learned lessons from that. They were powerful teachers in my life as much as I was hurt throughout the process, but they were powerful learning and stepping stones to keep growing and understand other people that have gone through that. Um, and it also taught me that every person carries some form of pain and that I did not need to take that, that which they did as something that I had earned or that was, you know, that I had done something wrong in order to deserve that. I learned to distinguish that. And also I learned to say, you know what, 
there's ups and downs in life. I deserve to be loved. I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of success. And regardless of what everybody thinks, I'm worthy to make my highest inspirational dreams true if I believe them strong enough. And regardless of what anybody says, um, at the end of the day, I'm the creator of my own personal life story. So is that going to be part of my personal life story or am I going to rewrite it and, and, and talk life into my future, speak life, speak blessings, allow God to manifest and allow me to do the work. And that's what kept me going is how far can I get and can I create this? I wanted to test myself. Yeah, no, that's super powerful. And I think you, you use the great word, you use the word capable, right? Like we're all capable. We all have the pen and we're the authors of our story. And, you know, I really give you so much credit and I admire that nothing ever stopped you, right? Just because of everything you've been through in life, you, you never just stopped. And that, that's really beautiful and really powerful. Now, I want to transition a little bit. And my next question, something that I, I admire again about you is your fearlessness, right? What has made you fearless in business? And I ask this because you've had everything from cosmetic companies to towing businesses, two totally <laughs> different spectrums. Yeah. So my, my question is, is that a mindset or, or is it something else? Like you're, you're just fearless when you go into these things. You know what? I'm so thankful for my parents. My parents have taught me um, when I lost everything, I literally did not even have money to buy my kids jackets. And when you have kids and you can't provide for your kids, whoo! As a single mom and all the work that I've done, you are moved to just not be in that place. It's such a painful place to be, um, to not have and not to, to not be able to provide because you lost everything throughout the process. I did, and that was painful for me. That was painful to go up to Kmart and run my credit card. It'd be declined because I had to choose between playing with money of, okay, they haven't cashed a check for the electricity. I got to purchase checks. Okay, I have one more day. And then miscalculating and having them cash a check and I have no money for jackets for my kids. And I remember that, that moment so, I mean, so clearly the smell, the taste that was going through my mouth, the feelings that was going through my, through my soul and my spirit, looking at my kids, my kids not understanding what's going on. And then looking at the cashier as he looks at me and, and, and just giving me the jackets and me having a mental breakdown right there. And he's like, I, I, you're a single mom. Like he saw how stressed out I was. He's like, take the jackets there on me. Just take them and go, take them and go. And when he gave me those jackets, I literally sat in my car. My kids didn't understand what was going on. And I cried and I cried and I cried and I cried. And I had to ask myself, why am I in this place? What is life teaching me? How do I feel? And do I ever want to be in this place again? It hurt so much that I did never want to go back to that. So my parents taught me, they say, when you don't um, have, you create. Whether if you have a new business, learn it from the ground up. Um, if you're going to start something, don't be fearless, be fearless. Any business that you, you learn and any business that you go into, you've got to learn from the ground up. Um, so anything that's given to you, if you were that hungry, that much of a hustler, that much, um, you are ambitious and you really have your heart in the right place. It will be successful. It takes time, but you have to be disciplined day in and day out and not give up. So my dad had an old tow truck. I didn't have any money to purchase anything. And my dad had a tow truck and no, he says, go ahead, figure it out. And that's how I started. I, I had one tow truck, had to figure out how to get licensings, what the laws were in Nevada, um, how to hire, um, how to you know create funds at the beginning to be able to hire. And, and in order to create funds, I had to flip cars. I had to flip cars in order to get that business started. So I started buying cars off of Craigslist, flipping them. As soon as I had money, got the license, kept the car flipping for a while, and then had enough money to hire an employee. Then from there, opened a taco truck, had to figure that business out. 
And it was just one thing in an, to another that led me to understand what makes me happy, what was the lesson of that business. Um, and it taught me to hustle. And it taught me also to understand that regardless if you're a man or a woman, when you want to make it, you're going to make it. Regardless of the industry, regardless of the business, um, when you're that driven that it's not just about you, but it's about the people behind you and who you're trying to provide for and the lifestyle that you're trying to create, you will hustle because my passion was not about me. My passion was about providing my kids and also understanding what am I capable of doing being a woman in a man's world? What am I capable of creating? Um, and, and, and the constant, the constant, um, not so much the struggle, but it was just like it, the challenge. The challenge gave me a lot, a lot of drive. It gave me a lot of drive of saying, all right, I don't, I don't care what anybody says. This is something new for me. Let's go. Let's do it. What do I have to do? And just figuring out those wins and then, okay, that didn't work. Find a new strategy. Constantly looking for a new strategy. My dad says, if something doesn't work, look for a new strategy. Don't stay there moping. Don't cry about it. Allow yourself to feel whatever you need to feel and use that as a driving force to create a new strategy of what's going to work. You're going to find hits and misses in, in business, but you got to keep on going. Remember, it's not about you, but it's the people behind you. Think about your kids. Think about other people besides yourself. What impact? Think about the, the employees that you're hiring, their families. There has to be a higher impact and a higher um, passion than just yourself and then just money making. Because if it's just about money making, you might be successful, but you will not be, you will not find fulfillment. Yes. Yes. Again, very, very powerful. Now I have to ask you based on your experiences, what would your advice be to someone listening right now that doesn't have what they want, but they want to create to get it? Start. You got to start by the first step, understanding yep. what is it you want. That's number one. Number two, how are you going to get it? Do the research, find the books that surround, you know, whether it's your business, whatever your passion is, find the books, find the seminars, find the mentors, reach out to people via Instagram. We are in a powerful time in social media where it's so easy to access people, um, that, you know, and ask them questions, you know, look at their social media. What are they doing? Where, who are they hanging around with? You know, remember who you surround with their habits become your habits. Um, what, what are you feeding your soul? What podcasts are you listening? It's about educating yourself in that, in that industry, educating yourself in, in the direction that you want to go in your life. And then having the clarity that it's not going to happen overnight. It's day in and day out hustle, constant education, constant growth, constant asking questions, constant learning. But it's about taking action, taking the first step forward and one step after the next, one step after the next and not losing that momentum. Because people give up because they find it, they think that they, they haven't made it yet. And because they haven't made it, they get frustrated and they're just like, oh, you know what? This is taking too long. You got to be patient. Patience is a virtue. You have to be patient along the way because my career did not happen overnight. I remember going in and out of auditions, driving four hours for a 15 minute interview, and then going back home to Vegas, sleeping in my car, knocking on doors. Like I, I had to be patient. It's been 10 years in the industry and I've gotten, you know, I've, I've gotten a lot of doors open. I'm very blessed for this stuff, but it took patience, persistence, dedication, understanding, constant education, passion, and connections. Do not underestimate the power of connections of who you reach out to, who your mentors are, who you constantly talk to, and who you listen to. I love that. I love that. Listen, every overnight success really takes 15 years, right? So I'm definitely <laughs> I'm grateful you shared that. Now, Rosie, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I always wrap up this show with two questions. The first one being, what is a piece of advice that you didn't want to hear, but it proved to be true over time? Ooh, I can tell you that one right quick. Oh, that's a great question, Matt, actually. I wish more people would ask that. Advice, <laughs> take care of your health. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Um, you know, self-care is not a luxury. It's a priority. 
And because I overate, emotionally ate, didn't go to the gym, didn't understand what it was to respect and honor my body, what it was to sleep properly, what it was to take time to rest, um, I burned myself out several times. And when you burn yourself time, you become very emotional. Making de emotional decisions are, is not always the best in your interest. So understanding the power of meditation, the power of eating healthy, the power of respecting your body, because as you respect your body, other people will too. The power of taking care of yourself, of working out. It's not about being a certain size, a certain weight. It's just about knowing that you are taking care of your temple, taking care of your mental health um, in order to be, become a better person day in and day out. And just in order to find peace and happiness and have that mental clarity to move forward on your dreams. Yes, it is most definitely a priority. And I feel like a lot of people that perform at a high level and they're just hustling and bustling, they don't, and I'm guilty of this myself. So when I say a lot of people, I mean me, <laughs> but. Uh, you know what, I, and to add to that real quickly, Matt, and the reason that I didn't want to listen to that is because I was emotionally eating. Um, I, every time I heard like, take care of your health, for me, it equated in my mind. And I think anybody who listens that's ever been overweight, you hear in your mind, you're too fat, lose weight. And that's what I would hear in my mind because I was always um, on the negative side. I was all on that, you know, reaction side, like ready to fight back. But really the people that were telling me that, that you know, that, that advice wasn't about weight loss. It was just making sure that I was doing everything in my best interest in my health. And that meant eating right. It was about finding spirituality. It was about finding myself and finding that center of peace and gratitude as well. So you know, sometimes what people are telling you, you got to sit back and dissect it and just be listen, take the good and let go of the bad. Yes, I love that. I love that. I'm grateful you shared that. Now, Rosie, last question. If someone came up to you right now, you're about to catch a flight. Someone sees you in the airport, they come up to you right now, seeking a piece of advice to achieve their personal definition of success. What would that advice be? Start by gratitude. When you, to whom much is given, much is expected, but if you're not in a place of gratitude for what you have right now, then why would you expect anything else is going to come your way? Gratitude is an energy. Gratitude is a place of being humble. Um, and when you, if you're grateful for things right now, as the picture gets bigger and bigger, um, you do not let your ego take over, but you, you, you remain humble throughout the process and the blessings start pouring in and you're able to share those blessings from a place of gratitude and being humble. I love that. I love that. And listen, on that note, I am going to express my gratitude again for you taking the time out of your day and adding a ton of value to the show. Let me ask you this. Where can people keep up with you on social and what projects do you have going on that, you know, this is the time to drop all that? Oh my God. Thank you so much. Well, you guys can follow me on Instagram via all social media, Twitter, Facebook, um, Snapchat, at Rosie Mercado. And of course you can visit my website, rosemercado.com. And Matt, you know what? Thank you so much for asking that. I have my book coming out with HarperCollins in English and Spanish. Um, the girl with the self-esteem issues. Um, it'll be, an, it, you know, it'll be, it's a self-help, you know, memoir book. It talks about my story. It's what I've learned throughout the lessons. And more than anything, there's some major takeaways on creating success in every area of your life. When is that dropping? When's that releasing? Uh, and by, by the end of the year, we're going to be dropping. So I'm excited. Stay tuned. A lot's coming up and, you know, I'm just excited. Excited for everything that's coming up. I love that. I love that. Rosie, again, thank you so much. I truly appreciate you hopping on here. Matt, keep creating impact, create, keep creating that education, pay it forward. May God bless you in everything that you do. And just thank you for being a thought leader and, and just putting this information out there to help other people. That's the biggest I thing. Our, our job is to create impact. That it is. That it is. Thank you again. 
And there you have it from Rosie herself, raw, authentic, and real. This conversation was everything and certainly a piece of content that a lot of individuals need to hear. I am beyond grateful to have the opportunity to amplify her message and share it with all of you, the Decoding Success Faithful, our community of listeners. So what I'm going to ask you to do is connect with Rosie, link up with her on social, and make sure you keep an eye out for her upcoming book out at the end of this year. I feel that Rosie's message, her never settle mentality, it all represents the pain of transformation outweighing the pain of regret. And she used a very powerful word during our conversation, a word that really stood out to me, which was capable. We're all capable to achieve what we want, to change what we want, but we often let limiting beliefs creep in. We feel that it's difficult. We settle for comfort. So let the question resonate in your mind. Let it sit there. Let it sink in. Would you rather feel the quote-unquote pain of change or transformation, or would you rather feel the pain of regret, the pain of not acting on the things that you want in life? Now, if this message hits home, if you felt like it resonated with you, screenshot it and tag Rosie and I, whether that's on Twitter, whether that's on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever it is, tag us. I will be sure to shout you out for tuning in. Again, this episode is brought to you by Audible. To claim your free audiobook, head over to audibletrial.com forward slash decoding success. Until next time, everyone, be blessed. Peace.